Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to the show, show subscribe. If you can write a review, write a review. If you want to talk to me, but you don't want me to air the episode, I provide what I call like a cons- consultation. Let's call it that. <laughs> uh, where we talk, I tape it, I send it to you, you, get it, you have it uh, to listen back to because I think that's super helpful. Uh, but I don't air it and I charge 200 for that. So if you're interested in that, send me an email at Strictly Anonymous podcast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show send me an email there too i like to talk to all kinds of people people that have problems i love to give them my unsolicited i mean my unprofessional not unsolicited my unprofessional advice as well as i have on most of the time people who just want to talk about their secret naughty lives while remaining completely totally anonymous send me an email if you want to be on the show send me an email it's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com now all i have to say is like Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I normally don't talk about other things. I'm going to spend like one second talking about this coronavirus stuff because it has really changed everything. Like it's so, it's so cray cray right now out there. And I live in New York City and I would say I'm taping this intro on Sunday, March 22nd. And I have to say, it's the first time I really look out my window and see that people are like in their fucking houses already. Okay, so let's start counting from today. Hopefully two weeks from now, we could start to loosen up a little bit. I don't know, but it's pretty horrifying out there. But, I, you know, I try to I have a son and I'm stuck with him together. And, you know, he's not old enough to get scared or be freaked out. So I've made it like an exciting thing. Like, oh, my God, we're like together experiencing history and really we all are experiencing a major thing 
in history. So many years from now, we'll look back and, you know, this will be a story. But until then, let's all not go fucking crazy and subscribe to my show if you want to listen to more episodes. I have tons of them for your listening pleasure. Um, But anyway, today I have on a guy named Jason. Jason calls in because he is like really into getting fucked in the ass by a guy. But he doesn't do that because he can't because he's married and he's faithful. But what he does do so that he doesn't have to go and cheat is he lives out all of his like guy on guy cuckolding fantasies with his wife. They act out those fantasies. She knows about it. She's down for it. She pegs him. They do all that kind of stuff. And he's able to, like I said, like sort of not go out there and cheat to fulfill his fantasy because he's living it out with his wife. But he does want to go to the next level and actually have a threesome with his wife. And she's sort of down, but not really. And she has some reservations. And we talk about all that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm going to be right back on with Jason and that whole story. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Jason. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today? I'm good. And you? I'm good. So uh, you wrote in and you have a common, I mean, your story is going to be totally different because, you know, every person is unique and has their own specific story. But it's similar to a lot of guys, right, that I've had on my show where, because you are a guy who's married, right? Uh, and you have yeah. a fantasy about being with another guy. Now, different than a lot of my callers, you've actually spoken about this with your wife, right? And we'll talk about that. Um, and she has kind of like been like, I mean, but you never did anything about it, right? I'm wondering, I have a, a bunch of questions, but like one of my first questions is, have you ever like experienced that fantasy? Have you ever been with a guy before you were with your wife? Or is it something that's always sort of been a fantasy? Um, so a little bit before we were married, I was, but it was like a, I don't know, kind of a weird, weird situation. Cause I had never really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day I had gone to one of those like adult bookstores yeah, and it had, they had a theater in it and I was just like, Oh, you know, I was young. So I was like, what's it, what's this theater all about? And I walked in there and there was of course, you know, guys jacking off and stuff and, um, I was like, I just sat down, um, and you know, I don't know what, like, I don't know what happened kind of thing. It was like, the, right. One thing know, led to another. I got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then next thing I know, I'm like going down on some guy and I was kind of <laughs> like, Oh shit. Oh my God. You, you know, can say that, like, like, and the next thing you, I knew there was a dick in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> and it was just kind of like, Oh wow. Like, okay. Right, like you don't remember um, consciously he, thinking about doing that, right? But yet you did it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was kind of weird, but then that but that was it. Um, and then like after that, and you know, my, my wife and I had gotten together. You know, then it's like I started to kind of remember that, and I was like, man, you know, that was kind of hot. You know, um, I wanted to like experience it more in a way like where it was 
semi-planned um more so mm-hmm. um and like some of the guys that have been on your show have said and and it and it like honestly kind of struck a chord with me was that i have this weird thing where i'm not like i'm not attracted to men i know that this sounds crazy to people right and oh, I i've heard to it before wife. the first time i heard it it yeah. did sound crazy to me but the more i spoke with men about it and the more they explained it it didn't sound crazy. So explain away because I think it's really interesting and it helps people to understand. Yeah. I, I think it's just one of those things where like, I, said, I don't like, I don't find, I don't find men attractive. I don't like if I, I mean, just like anybody, you know, you could look at somebody and tell if somebody's good looking or not, you know, right, like, factually their the face. Mm-hmm. Of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But when it comes to like, man, you know, I'd like to hook up with that dude or whatever. I don't have, I, I don't have that thought to me. Um, so I have more so the thought of mainly them lately has been them being with my wife and then like, I like the cuckolding thing. Right. So I, you know, kind of service both of them or whatever. And then as it gets into that, then I start thinking to myself more and more like, Oh, I'd like to go down on him and you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's more so like the sex with the man but not anything else. Right. You know? I, I know we, I've ta- I talk about this all the time and like with labels and I think I, my labeling is outdated, right? And people sort of label things differently nowadays. But what I would say with that is that that's bisexual, right? It's the difference between sort of looking at guys and as a whole package because maybe you're going to potentially fall for them and have a relationship with them, right? So then you do look at that, you know, I would say a, a gay guy would look at guys and be able to tell, oh, yeah, they're attractive, they're hot, like I would want to bring them home to my family, you know, that kind of stuff. Whereas when you're just looking like it's just like a guy's dick that gets you off, that's more like a bisexual thing because you're just sexually attracted to men but not romantically attracted, right? But like I said, I think my way of defining things is a little outdated, but that's the way I look at it. But also because I know for a fact that you said in your email, and I'm thinking that you're getting to this, is that you do like to have your toes painted, right? There's a little cross-dressing thing going on there. So I'm wondering if you also have that thing that I've heard that other guys have, whereas like when you're with a guy, you like to be like the girl with the guy, or do you like to be a guy with the mm-hmm. guy? Yeah, so, and that, and yeah, that that's exactly true. So like the nail thing is kind of like, so I have, you know, um, a foot fetish too, mm-hmm. but with that, it's only it, it's only like painted toes kind of thing, and women like I'm not not men at all. Right, not um, hairy feet, unpainted toes. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah. Um. So what it what it ends up is yeah, like and and as I was thinking about even like the cross dressing thing, it's not even necessarily like cross dressing, right? It's like you know panties and stockings or or stockings kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. To then, yeah, be the the girl with the guy, right? And that that's kind of like it, you know. There's no real thought of like, oh, I want to get dressed up and, and go out to the store or whatever, dress as a woman, because right. um, I, I I don't have I don't have that that thought, you know. Right, you so don't want to be a like, woman um, all the time, but you want to be a woman like sometimes sexually with a man and to feel that sort of other like feel like you're a woman being dominated maybe by a man instead of the man doing it or something like that. I don't know. You explain. Right. 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 Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
so that's kind of where where that and that's been I until I heard one of your re, the one of the shows here not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It's like when I heard that it was like the light bulb went off because I was like, yeah, that's exactly how I how I feel about it. You know, it's dress, dressing up for that moment. So interesting for me. Like I said before, I did my show. I didn't. Uh, and before I had somebody on who explained it in that way, I didn't even realize like that existed or, you know, I didn't see it for in, in that way. Right. And then now, ever since like I had the first person on talk about that, I've had a, a, a lot of guys actually talk about it from that aspect, you know, um, and and it makes sense to me, like I said, when I've heard it explained from the guy's point of view. And it's always kind of like what you say, whereas like whatever it is that turns them on about women is what they want to be or, you know, that's the part of the fantasy of when they want to be with a guy. Like for you, it's the feet being painted because, you know, you like to see the women's feet painted, right? I had a guy on recently, I don't know if I've aired his episode yet, but it was like, he likes women in pantyhose. So when he's wearing the pantyhose, he's the woman in the pantyhose, right? It's like, it's sort of like a projection. It's in a weird way. Because it's like, you don't, like you said, you want to see, you want to be the woman in the way that you like women with the toes and that fetish. But it's not like you want to be a woman in a dress or panties, because that's not like your thing with women. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, perfect, perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but how, okay, so before, but let's pick apart that first, uh, you know, before we get into your marriage and stuff, like the first time, that time you said where you were in the, the theater, you know, I mean, before that, there mm-hmm. were never any times that like you, when you were looking at porn or anything that you were able to see or like experience, like that you ever thought about like guys in that way, or do you remember anything about that? Well, I mean, I would say the only thing that would be kind of kind of close and was you know when I was younger and first starting to like you know masturbate and stuff like that. Like I would kind of you know start to like put put things in my ass or whatever. Yeah. Um. But but it was never really. Like I said, it was almost more just because it felt good. It wasn't like, oh, man, I want a dick in my ass. Right. You weren't thinking, like, that's a guy. That wasn't what you were doing when you were thinking about it or doing it to yourself, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right, exactly. So it was just kind of like, oh, you know, this feels good. And, and that was the and that. was that. And it was just, like I said, it was a weird thing because any time I've ever watched porn, uh, up, you know, up through all that point, it was always, you know, a guy and a girl. I was never, like, the guy was kind of, whatever to me I didn't need the guy to be in it um and so it was like like I said it was honestly it was kind of a like I don't know what happened and then next thing you know type situation it was kind of weird um and and I mean I'm not going to say that there might have been thoughts there I just don't remember them because it was you know over 20 years ago so it was a long time uh-huh um but, but nothing stands out to me that I was ever really like thinking about that until that moment. Right. And then after that, it's interesting that like after that experience, I mean, that you never had another one because I always, I would think that like crossing the line the first time, right, is always like the hardest. And then after that, it becomes a lot easier, right? So I'm surprised Mm -hmm. that you didn't keep going back there, right? Because it was like really good and, or were were you freaked out? Did you ever go back to that same place and have another experience or was that the only time? I'm thinking that was the only time, right? Yeah, that was, that was it. Um, And I don't know if it was more so even like I was just kind of, 
I don't, I don't know, maybe like confused, like confused by what happened in a way. And freaked out. And I'm right? kind of like, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, a little bit like, whoa, I don't know what, you know, what this I don't means. know what that was going on. Right. Like, exactly. Um, so I think that that might have been what happened. And then, you know, as the years went on, it might have been that I never did anything because, you know, I got with my wife and then things got serious with her. And then it just never really kind of led to that. You yeah, know? no, but that makes sense that like you would do that and be like, what the fuck? Am I gay? Am I not? And then maybe just rather like rather than go there. Right. You just sort of go into denial about it. Right. And push it under the rug. And then you get yeah. with your wife. And like, I think it's how did it come up that you were able to be so honest with her? I think that takes a lot of balls and a lot of guys, you know, can't do that. How did you cop to it? And how what was her first reaction? You know, I don't know. I, I We might have been talking about, like, fantasies or something like that. Right. And I mean, like I told you in my email, my, my wife's pretty pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of one of those things we were talking about it. And it was even more so like, um, oh, I'd like, you know, I'd like you to try a strap on or something like that. Right. And then, and then she was just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And... And then that was kind of that, right? So it was like almost kind of nonchalant in a way that she was like, yeah, that's fine. Right. And, it didn't um, come out. Like you didn't sit her down all serious and be like, oh, I want to tell you that I'm like into God. Right. And it just sort of came up. Right, and I think yeah. that that's helpful to other people because I, I, there are some guys that want to bring it up to their wife. And I think that that is because it happened with you naturally. Right. But if somebody wants to pretend it's natural, right, that that would be like a natural progression. Right. To just have it sort of come up over time while you're hot and heavy, right? Having sex yeah. and just keep bringing up different things and it just naturally goes there, right? So did, was the first thing that happened that, because I know that you said that you guys have, she has pegged you and that kind of, you've done that. Like, is that where you guys went? And how did that come up and how did she get into it? So like I said, I had told her that and she was she was kind of like, yeah, you know, that sounds, that sounds good. Um, and then we went and got one. And uh, we did it, you know, we did it a few times. We don't do it all the time because it's kind of hard with, you know, kids and life and stuff. Yeah. Um, but as we've gone on, she started to get more and more, like, turned on by it. Uh-huh. Um, and I think for her, like, it turns her on because it turns me on kind of thing. That's like, that's more her, her personality with sex. It's not necessarily, like, she's not dominant at all. Right. Um, so just that aspect of how... I feel when we're doing it is what kind of is what gets her off. And then she just starts asking questions of like, you know, um, like, would you like, would you make out with a guy for me? And would you do this and that, you know, like, would you go down on a guy? Would you let a guy, you know, fucking yes, blah, blah, blah. And it just kind of keeps going. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number 
the website and the email address will all be in the description. That way, so she asked me those things and then, you know, um, I'll kind of tell her, yeah, you know, I would do almost whatever in a way. And, um, you know, and then she gets, you know, hornier as we're going and then that's kind of, and then we kind of finish, <laughs> you know, after that. Right. And then it's um, never, it never goes into the place where you want it to go, which is, you know, actually having the experience with a guy, right? I mean, it, she's down for it when you're talking about it and when you're in the heat of the moment, right? But after that, you guys mm-hmm. haven't yet really set it up where you get to actually be with a guy, right? Right. Yeah. So with, with her, the main thing, like, so I didn't tell you this in the email, but like a, a few years ago, we had talked about doing like the swinging thing. Mm-hmm. And um, this is before I realized kind of more where, where I was at with, with all of this. Um, and so we had talked about doing that and, you know, we had met this couple and we started like talking to them on the phone and stuff. And I don't know how it came up even with the, with the wife, with the, the, this other couple, the, the wife, she had asked me something about um, my wife using a strap on or something like that. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, and my wife was shocked that I said that to her. But I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, I guess I thought everybody was like freaks like we are. So who cares? Kind of yeah. thing. Um, but and then she had asked, like, if she could use it on me. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's fine. Whatever. And. But it was like as we started to get closer and closer to to actually like meeting up with them for, you know, to hook up and stuff. I kind of got more to the point where I was like, I'm not really interested in this. Right, you got a little you know? freaked and, out. Yeah, but it wasn't even necessarily freaked out. It was just like I'm not interested in having sex with a wife, but I want I want the husband to have sex with my wife. Right. Uh huh. That wasn't so, what you were into. Yeah. Yeah. So I realized at that point, I was like, well, wait a minute. This isn't what this, like, this isn't what I'm into. Yeah. And I, I tried to explain it to my wife and then she's like, oh, well, I feel like I'd feel weird because then I'm having sex with this guy and then you're not having sex with the wife. And I'm, and I'm trying to explain to her, like, that's not what I'm looking for and that's not what I want. Yeah. And I think some like I don't think she really understood and understands what I mean by that. And maybe sometimes I don't know things that I'm not being honest about it or something, but so it's been kind of like that. And as we've gone, as I've gone through the years now, I realize that like the cook holding thing is way more um, like of a turn on to me. And that's, that's what I think about. And that's what I've brought up with her lately. So even at that point, it's not really about me like setting up an encounter to hook up with a guy, right? Because yeah. like that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. It's not what I'm. That's not what I'm looking. I'm not saying that people that do it are weird, but like to me, it's that's not, not what gets you off. Your thing, your specific thing, is that you want a guy with your wife. Because I know you said that like you've done, like you've mocked up the fantasy, right, with your wife. You've gone as far as you can with the fantasy because like you'll like comment her right and then go down on her, right? Like you've done those kind of things yeah. where it's sort of like what you would be doing if a guy was there and that's what it is that you want her and the guy and you yeah so she should know so yeah i do think it's hard for a woman and maybe you haven't explained it properly with her what you're looking for to think that like and 
to feel comfortable with the fact that, you know, you're going to be okay, right? With her being with somebody else, if you're not right, like uh, she could be a little freaked out that maybe afterwards it would bother you, you know? No, I, I, I understand. And, and I think, I mean, lately we've had, you know, some other conversations and I think that she's starting to understand where I'm coming from, um, a little bit more. What have the conversations been? It's just been more so like she's kind of asked me things of like, hey, well, you know, once again, it's like, well, what are your fantasies or whatever? We'll go through those and then I'll tell her that. I'll tell her about the cuckolding thing. And, you know, I've told her like the thought of like her kind of um, like humiliating me in a way mm-hmm. is is exciting. Humiliating um, like, you in what way? The, um, just kind of like, you know, telling her friend like oh yeah you know and and sometimes i like to bend him over and fuck him in the ass and things like that and you know um like make me go to the nail salon with her and get a pedicure and have them paint my nails like so they you know kind of talk about it behind my back kind of thing oh interesting Mm -hmm. um that is very cuckolding like that is because a lot of guys will be like i like the cuckolding thing but i don't want the humiliation aspect of it the a big part of it a lot of times, right? And you definitely like that and want that. That's a part of your fantasy, right? Yeah, exactly. And she's made the comment to me like that she's not interested in that, you know, because she's not, um, like I said, she's not that dominatrix type of, of person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I've said that's fine. And I told, so we had this whole long conversation not too long ago where I told her about, you know, the, the humiliation thing and the, you know, we brought up the like painted nails and stuff like that again. Yeah. And, and then afterwards she was like, well, you know, we need to talk. Cause I don't know if like, if I'm what you want and stuff. And, you know, and then I had to explain to her, like, I'm, I'm of the mindset, like, I'm going to tell you what the stuff is. I'm not saying like, that's what I, that's what I'm into. Right. That's what I would like to do. If you want to do some of that, then great if you don't then that's okay too but i don't want to like i get i get in the point where you know we've been married for over 20 years now Mm -hmm. um so i don't want to get in the point where it's like i'm living through all these years with like oh i wish we would have talked about this and have all these regrets about things and i'd rather just say it and then you know she can kind of pick and choose what she's into and what she wants to do and then we can go from there I mean, listen, you guys have like an amazing communication and it, listen, she's a human being and she's not in your head. Right. So of course she's going to have a little insecure, I mean, a little insecurity about it. I mean, most women would have a lot of insecurity about it, especially because a lot of times guys don't really communicate that well. Right. But you obviously do because, you know, you, you have explained it to her and she just has is not she's kind of down for a lot of things and she's only a couple times she's brought up stuff that she's a little confused about right so you must be explaining yourself well but of course she's gonna be a little like a little bit have some doubts right like I said because she's not totally in your head um but I think you know just continuing to talk about it and be as open as you are and always reassuring her when those insecurities of hers come up 
is is what you to do and that's obviously what you do do right so I mean like have you is she okay now with the fact that she, does she know like she's totally all that you want because it's not like you're looking for another girl it's like everything that you have from her as far as like what you could get from a woman is great right it's like she's yeah. the perfect woman for you I mean it's gonna be it would be hard for you to find another woman like her no exactly and I and I've and I've told her that and yeah. you know and she's she said, you know, she has like some, some body issues. So I think like if she was in a different place, like self-esteem wise, then it would be like game on kind of thing. Cause she's sort of made some of those comments, um, to me. So I think that that's what would happen. But at the same point, like you never know. What right? comments? So, like just that, you know, like, she doesn't feel good about her, about herself. How you know, old is she? And I, we're in our mid forties. Right. Okay. And and so before, when she was younger, before she had like body issues, she was more down for things. I mean, because that happens with women, and that's going to definitely, you know. And I've heard that from a lot of guys who have women around that age, right? Like they feel like if they maybe felt better about themselves, they'd be more into sort of exploring stuff, right? And maybe if they were younger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a woman gets in her 40s and things start to change and it, it, it definitely can affect their self-esteem and their confidence and then which it goes into their sex life, right? Yeah. Was she... Yeah, oh, definitely. I mean... In, no, go on. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, she. so she says even now that she would, but she, like she wants to lose weight first and stuff like that. So I think... I think now if she was in a place that she felt better about herself, then she would do it. Um, but she's just got to get to that point where she feels better about herself. Right. And you, and when you say she would do it, she would be open to having that cuckolding experience just with you and another guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, listen, you are so far ahead of the curve. And like I always say a lot on my show that I think it's a lot easier for the younger generation to be honest, because they're living in a different world. You know, for somebody like you, I'm in, I'm a little bit older than you, but you know, when you were growing up, you know, it was very hard to put these kind of things out there. So I give you credit that you and your wife have been able to be so open with stuff that you're into and you know you've both been able to let your freak flag fly through your whole marriage and that's like really great right it's what a lot of people don't have and people could learn from you talking about how to like I said you know because stuff came up naturally with you and your wife but people could make that happen by bringing stuff up the way you have right but it's just been over time you didn't just lay it out there now the whole marriage that you you know you've been with her for 20 years you said and you were with that guy you know over 20 years ago I'm assuming had the whole this whole time that you've been married have you done anything with guys like or like how do you or do you just basically satisfy that fantasy by being with her and you know doing the fantasies with her by yourself you know I just satisfy, it, I just satisfy it with her yeah, yeah that's I good just, it's just it's, yeah it's just been with her I mean and she like you know she likes to you know finger me and stuff like that so we do that and you know she'll talk about it you know she'll talk about like, oh, I want to see you with a guy while she's doing it and things like that. So, But that's great. I that's have to say, that's yeah. like, there's a lot of guys, and I'm I'm sure, I'm assuming you've listened to those episodes because they're like, they're guys like you, right? There's a lot of guys that I've spoke to recently that feel like so bad about actually living out their fantasy with guys 
behind their wives back, but they, you know, their wives don't know, or they're not into doing what they want to do. So once in a blue moon, when they can't take it anymore, they go out and do something with a guy and then they feel like shit and they really want to be somebody like you, somebody who can be open about it and their wife is into it so they could live that out with their wife and they don't have to go do it. You know what I mean? You don't, you haven't had to suppress your fantasies or what you're into. So you, there's no reason for you to go behind her back, right? Because you could talk it out. And that really goes to show women out there, right? That if you, if your guy's like saying like he wants to be pegged or do this, you know what I mean? Maybe you want to just do it for him because then he's going to be less likely to go and do that behind your back right over time right exactly i mean and just like the you know the woman you had on not too long ago that you know was into like pegging her man or whatever i i think that for my wife my wife gets very turned on by it yeah um like almost to the point where she'll do it for a little bit and then she's like you know we gotta go like we gotta do this now right because tur- and she and you said she wasn't She's not a dom, right? She's not a dominant. She's not dominant, but she likes that it turns you on. And that's what, because there's been some guys on, like, I don't think my wife's going to be into it because she's not dominant. She's a submissive, but you don't know until you try it, right? Like, was your wife, like, like, I don't think your you thought your wife would be totally into it. Maybe she didn't even know, but once she did it, then she got into it because she saw how into it you were, right? Yeah, exactly. So she was able to, in a way, kind of like, role play herself in a way so like for her i think she just kind of creates a situation where mentally she's on the outside looking in kind of thing Mm -hmm. if if that if that makes sense totally um so i think that that's how she you know how how she views all of it and she gets herself like i said really really turned on um, right, she's just being somebody so different I mean, I, for like a little, a little bit of the time, and that's what I've tried to tell these other guys that are like, "Oh, but my wife's submissive; she's not going to be down for it." It's like she might not be down for it a hundred percent of the time, but every now and then she might realize she likes that, you know. Just like maybe every now and then you want to paint your fucking toenails, but it's not something you want to do all the time, right? Like it doesn't need to be right. who you are always, right? But you don't really know that your wife wouldn't maybe enjoy it, right? Especially if you could really, I think, you know, if you could really relax with somebody and you're really comfortable with somebody, the whole turn on about sex, no matter what kind of sex you're having, most of the time is about like getting the other person off, right? That's what I would think. That's how I feel. Like you say, like, oh, my wife is the type that like it turns her on because it's turning me on, you know? Um, I think if you're really able to get out of your own head and get really into sex, like that's what makes sex hot to everybody, right? So why not do what your guy or your girl is asking you to do, right? Because if it's going to really turn them on, it'll most likely really turn you on. Right, exactly, exactly. And I think that that's kind of how we had both viewed it was, you know, it was kind of what what fantasies did we have that the other one could you know, could fulfill in some way, maybe not fully, obviously, but in some way to, you know, excite both of us. And like I said, for being married for over 20 years, it's like you you have to, you know, you have to be doing something to kind of keep it going. And I know, but a lot of people aren't. And that's what's so great about you guys, you know, for real, because you, you hear so many people that are going and having double lives and stuff, and it's because they've been with the same person and they want, you know, 
the family and everything else in their relationship to stay intact, but like sexually, maybe they're not so happy and things haven't progressed or they have, you know, and it's because they keep things so separate and they don't want to bring the stuff that they're into in their relationship because they feel weird about it or whatever, you know, and that's what like why I like to do my show because I want people to feel more comfortable with letting their freak flag fly, whatever it is, because look at you, you've been with your wife for 20 something years and she knows all the stuff that you're into and she wasn't like, holy shit, run for the hills, right? <laughs> and and you <laughs> yeah. haven't had to live a double life, right? You're totally happy and you guys have a great sex life. You just, you want to maybe now take it to the next level. And most likely that's going to happen. Like you said, your wife just needs to get in fucking shape. You need to help her lose yeah. the weight. Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. And, you know, she did early on, you know, when I brought up some of it to her, I mean, she would ask all these things. She's like, wait a minute, you know, like, are you gay kind of thing? And yeah. so it did take some, it did take some explaining. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes she didn't really believe me. Yeah, for sure. Um, because like you, like you had said with our, you know, with our generation and, you know, we're close enough in age that it was like, you're either straight or you're gay, right? Exactly. Like, and if you... If, you know, if, if you want a dick in your ass, you're gay, where I think stuff has changed a little bit now to where that's not necessarily the case. Right, and there's so many I other things that in now, between, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think now she's starting to understand that, like, as as she's asked me, and I'm like, no, and then I've explained it to her, and then we go on, and she starts to to kind of understand what, what I'm what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that, that's kind of helped, because now she gets it, like, that I'm not that way. Cause she told me for a while ago, she was concerned that I would want to leave her for a guy or something like that. And I was of like, course. No. And that's totally you know, valid. You know what I mean? That's totally valid. And right. like I said, and I've said this to other callers, it's just like, you know, that's going to come up because she's not really in your head, right? She doesn't really know, you know, that that's where you're at, but you really need to give that security to your partner. You know, they, they need that and you need to give it and you need to not move further until they do have that security. Right. So that it's important for you to explain that it's not like the movies where you just told her and she was like, great, no big deal. You know, it, it, ha- it, it took time and you did have to explain. And, and I think that you have to take those things that your partner says and take them seriously and build that trust and make them really understand and explain. Cause I think sometimes like men don't explain really well, you know what I mean? But and women need them to, you know what I mean? Women need them to, because that's how women are. And it just, it's a matter of just really making them feel secure. And I think you, if you did, they'd be down for a lot more. But I think what happens in a lot of relationships that isn't happening with you and your wife is people say things and then the other person doesn't say anything back or they don't communicate a hundred percent and then things just, you know, don't get resolved. Right. Um, so when your wife did bring those things up and her reservations about it, instead of you just sort of letting it go and stop there and her not like you just kept explaining until she was okay with it. And then you were able to move forward. Right. No, exactly. And I, and like you said, I mean, I think that that's the thing that's kind of important with it is when she when she says that and I explain it. And then every once in a while, she'll still say that kind of stuff. And I'm yeah. like, and it's it's still, I know that it's hard for somebody that's not, you know, in the situation that like me or some of your other callers have been in to know that it's not like that I'm not physically attracted to men. And yeah. I've tried to explain that, but it, and it doesn't make sense to her. I like, I know it doesn't. Um, but she should but listen to, to some like, of I my keep, episodes. 
Yeah, I know. Well, that's like when I stumbled onto your show, I was like, oh, my God, I thought it was just me that felt like this. Right. And right. I hear that all the time now. And it's so true. Um, because for you, it's like when it's you, you feel weird that you're like, but I'm not attracted to men. So how can I want to do this with a man? Like, I don't understand it either. Right. It might make, right. It's confusing to, to even you. But what, but hearing other people really say it, it's more it clarifies what you really know about yourself really is that you're not. But it, it, when it doesn't make sense and you think you're the only person, maybe you think you're fucked up or you don't really know or right. there's something else going on. Right. Um, and I think that that's what's, that's why I do like to do my show. And I do think, you know, I mean, I, listen, I started to do my show because I really like to actually help people. And it's, I was always wanted like a call and advice show. And it's like, maybe you're not calling in for advice, but I think you telling your story does actually help people. Not only does, you know, you know what I mean? It helps people listening because they have that same experience that you're having, which is like, oh my God this person is feels exactly the way I do. And maybe somebody explains it in a certain way that you're like, it makes it more clear for you even, right? Because sometimes it's hard to figure Absolutely. out your own self, right? Um, so yeah. I think like women, you know, should should know these things too. I mean, it's listen, sometimes the, it's opposite, right? And the woman's in this position, she doesn't know how to explain it to the guy. But I think um, a lot of times, and who I'm talking to is like from the guy's point of view, right? And they're married to somebody who might not, understand but I you know but I think like communication always key and I think being realistic and knowing that like when you say oh but every now and then my wife still brings it up that totally makes sense you know what I mean that's how human beings are like you don't just get to a place and like every day you feel secure and every day you just know the truth right like uh, there could be a day where you're feeling like more insecure or something could come up and then you don't but the fact that she's able to bring that up and talk to you about it and you could give her that security again as you should is cool instead where I think a lot of times what a guy does or you know they just think that a woman shouldn't be feeling that way or doesn't want to deal with that so they just go and you know just do stuff behind someone's back or whatever that's like their the solution to that kind of problem where the solution is just give that person that security that they need right and then you're going to get a lot more back from that no, I, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think one of the things I've realized, you know, from my wife and, you know, not that I know how a lot of women are with this stuff, but I, yeah. I think for men, I mean, we don't realize how freaky women are. Right. And I think sometimes like you have to say that stuff because then next thing you know, they're like, yeah, that sounds good to me, you know, and it's like surprising, but you never gave them the opportunity and the last thing they, they want to do is, right, and most women are not going to bring that shit up that they really like, maybe, because the big fear is that they're going to be whores, right? I mean, there's a lot of that mm -hmm. in society. I still think it happens nowadays, but it was like 10 times worse when we were younger, right? So women had to really repress all the things that they were into sexually, because if they brought that up it was like you were either like the whore or you're like the wife you know what I mean like you couldn't be both right yeah. uh, or else maybe a guy wouldn't like you and there's a lot of guys that actually feel that way I mean you I, I've heard it on my show plenty of times like where I've talked to a guy about like why can't you bring this 
with you into your marriage, you know, and it's like, because I wouldn't want my wife to be that person, <laughs> right? Like they have it, a uh, guys have it, things very separate. So I think it's, you know, women are not the only ones buying into that. Men are too, right? You guys, no, absolutely. Yeah, right, absolutely. right. So you had to bring it up and let her know that it's okay. She, and I think that was a little bit of that part of her that was like a little insecure about having just her be with a guy and not you. Because there's like maybe that fear that you would look down on her, right? Because a lot of guys might might be that way. Do you know what I mean? It's just a, a fact. Yeah. No, absolutely. And and you know, and I've tried to I've tried to explain it to her. And I think now she's gotten to the point where she understands that the swinger thing is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I think she would do it, but now, like, no, I think she would do it even with her body issues now. But I think now she's starting to understand more that I like, that that's not what I want. That I'm not interested in that. But let me ask and you this: Does she, she have any fantasies about being with a woman herself or anything like so that? She has. She has said that she has said that she does, and kind of like one of your one of your callers said, she, for her, it's like she won't go down on a woman, but you know, she wants to play with tits and everything. Yeah. Um, and. You know, so we we've, we've talked about that, uh-huh. and I think if we ever did like a you know a threesome or whatever per se, that that would be the first step. Actually, is you know her with a woman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of you with a guy. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because I think that she feel she would feel a little bit more comfortable. For sure. Um, in that, but I don't. But at the same point, like I don't ever really. I don't know that I really see that happening. Right. Because you know, mm-hmm. there's like no movement in that direction. But she's just made those comments to me in the past. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's a little bit hard. It's would be it's it's it would be it's harder. It is harder to find that woman for the threesome than the guy for sure. Just, yeah, it's just the, the way that it goes. You know what I mean? They call it the unicorn, that girl, you know. Um, but if you have a couple. Right. If you wind up eventually when she is more comfortable to do what you're really looking for, which is the guy, maybe would you be down for it to be a couple? Yeah. I mean, we could, I, I think at some point, I mean, we could do that. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have a problem with it. You know, it was just kind of, like I said, in that moment, I was just, this isn't necessarily what I, what I wanted to do. And it might not have been like the couple might not have necessarily been right. Uh huh. You know, but, when you but, were yeah, into I mean, the I guy, was, what are you like looking for? Is there a specific type? Like, you know, what's your thing that you would be looking for if you guys were like looking for the the guy to come in as that that other person? Um, I don't know that I really care. Honestly, right. I don't think mm-hmm. I have a. I don't, you know, because honestly, like I said, it it doesn't matter to me like how they how they look. Like, I just don't, you know, as long as they're clean, I don't. I don't really. I don't really have a have a type. But you're the bottom, you know? right? Uh-huh. In this scenario, have you ever done the whole thing where you um, get your nails painted with your wife? Have you ever gone, or does she do it with you at home? No, she'll do it with me at home, or make me, or I'll do it myself. But okay. I, I haven't gone with her. No. 
Right. I remember when I was really young, I had a boyfriend and we would just be like trapped in his house because we were like super young and I used to paint his toenails. (laughs) And then we would forget and like his friends would come home and I'd be like, oh my God, you like, I forgot, like you got fucking red nail polish on your toes and like your guy friends were over. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We were just playing around, but like, I don't, you know, I just wonder now looking back, you know, that he was down for that. Um, but so you guys yeah. do that with each other, but you've never gone out and had that where, cause would it be like if you were going in the nail place? Cause you can mock that up with her, right? That's not about, you know, that sort of fantasy about right. being humiliated, right? Like it could be just you and her at the nail place, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But you know, like I said, I think for me at that point though, there's still something about like, I don't know, like somebody knowing in a way, like somebody knowing that. So it's funny because the same thing that would concern her is what turns me on about it. So she's concerned that people would see it and be like, oh, well, he's gay or whatever. And that, and that like turns me on. Right. About it, you know, so we're like polar opposites of it when it comes to that. Because yeah, yeah. That part of it is what's exciting to me. Right. Exactly. I get it. I mean, that makes sense from her aspect because it's not really exciting her, but that's it. And have you explained that to her? Yeah, yeah, but I I know that she, she there's no way, um, and that and that's okay, you know? right? Because really, still, what like, you could do privately would be enough, right? Like you don't the the, right. the going to the nail salon is just a tiny little part of it that is no big deal, really, right? The, what would be much more of a bigger deal would be to have that other guy, and that's something that you would be doing privately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know I wouldn't. You know, it's not like you, you sit around and you talk to your friends about, oh, yeah, you know, I hooked up with this dude last night or whatever. Like, that's not, you know, really in the card. So that's like in, you know, behind closed doors thing, which is fine with me, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sure for her, too. I mean, you got nobody knows about this except you and your and her. Right. I mean. Yeah, just that's it. Just the two of us. Yeah, no, I mean, and she, and do you, like, she has always pegged you, She, you've been the bottom, right? Like, does she, like, anal stuff, like, do you do stuff to her, or is it always her doing stuff to you? Yeah, I would, I mean, I, w- I will, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll do whatever with the two of us, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no real, like, nobody's not into this kind of thing. Yeah. There's the two of us. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's probably one of those very rare marriages that I've had it in my ass more than she's had it in hers, but, (laughs) you know, but yeah, I mean, we'll still, we'll still do it from time to time. Right. I know I had on a guy recently, I think I maybe just aired his episode where he was like really wanting to be pegged by his wife. Did I just air him yet? Um, and, uh, but he couldn't like get her to do it and I was like have you ever done it to yourself and he was like no and I like didn't believe him like we had this whole thing where I was like do you really like yeah. while you're home alone you know and this is what you really want never do anything and you said that you had done that kind of stuff right way before you met your wife yeah like when I was when I was a kid mm-hmm. I, I did um and then even as I've gotten older sometimes I have but it's kind of it's kind of funny that now that we I mean she fingers me pretty frequently. Yeah. So it's not necessarily one of those things where I'm like, every time where I'm masturbating that I'm like, Oh man, I need something in my ass, you know? Right. <laughs> but, right. but I mean, but at the same point where I like, 
I thought it was funny when you were talking about that that episode and you're like, this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Like it it honestly doesn't make any sense to me either as somebody in that situation because I mean, if I was sitting there masturbating and I'm like, you know, I really feel like having something in my ass, something's going in my ass at that point. Yeah, you know? that's why I mean I like, like I could get why you wouldn't bring it up to someone you know, when you're with somebody, but when you're by yourself to say you feel uncomfortable, I don't understand being uncomfortable by yourself, but like, who knows, right? Like I told people like, please write in and let me know what you think because I thought he was, I thought maybe like, you know, because sometimes I think people don't mean to lie or hold back on things, but you know, he might've just been a little freaked out by the fact that he had and didn't bring it up and then had to like sort of commit to it. But, and I kept questioning him, but I thought he was kind of lying. I don't know. You don't know. Um. No, I, I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I agree with you. Because you were you, somebody it, that did that, right? Like, and you experienced it before you ever had it with your wife. You were doing that kind of stuff to yourself by when you were by yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I said, and even to now, I mean, I don't do it that much to myself now because you don't have there's to like not real. Yeah. There's not a need to. Mm hmm. But there has been times where if she'd been gone or whatever for a while and I was like, man, it's you know, it's been too long since I've done that, then I will. Yeah, I mean, I you suggested know, to um, him, like, if you haven't, like, maybe really try it because, like, you know, how do you even know if you're into it, right? If you've never even tried it, right? Like, I mean, just you could explore that on your own, right? And see what it's all about and whether you like it or not, you know? Um, and it's yeah. not that hard to do. You know, I said, like, take a half hour and try it by yourself, right? Because... Like you said, if you're, you don't, it's not pent up in you because you're able to experience those things with your wife. But for that guy, it was because he had, you know, it's what he really wanted and he wasn't getting it fulfilled at home or so, like with himself, right? But, you know, I think that that's why people, if that's what they're thinking about, you know, if you want to keep it, if you want to remain a monogamous and not go out there, I think there's a lot of stuff you could do with yourself to sort of live out your fantasies right but I think the ultimate goal is what you have with your wife which is to keep all that stuff in your in your primary relationship right so you don't have to go looking for it someplace else and that but so many people especially our age don't have that going on you know you do yeah. right no absolutely you know you're lucky you and your wife have were you guys always super open with each other from day one yeah, I mean, because even the, I would say the first time when we talked about, you know, the fantasies and I brought that up, I mean, we we hadn't been together a year. I mean, it had only been maybe a few months. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I would say when it comes to to sex with some of that, I mean, it might take a little bit long, you know, it might take some time for some of the other stuff to come out. Yeah. You know, but I would say, I mean, the, the, the kind of bottom line of it, we've been pretty, pretty open and honest with each other. Yeah, no. And I don't know, like, would you tell her that you were on the show or would this be a total secret? Uh, this would be a total secret. Right. Because, I mean, I don't know that she would necessarily care, but I think at the same point, like, the the kind of shock on her face when I when I told her, like, when she heard me tell that you know, the wife and that other couple about the pegging that she was just kind of like, what, what did you just do? Right. She wanted um, it being, remain very quiet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then after a while she was like, she didn't care. But at the, initially she was 
shocked by it. Yeah, for so sure. So I would, I would probably just keep this a secret. Only because I think, like, you know, if she ever... You can't do it now because you're going to be on the show and there's going to be your episode. And even though I change your voice, maybe she would be like, oh, that's fucking him, right? Because these are the things. But you, So you don't yeah. want her to know about my show. But, like, <laughs> if you weren't on it, you could have you know, allowed her to like, like you could have said, Hey, listen to this guy. Like he's exactly like me, you know, and had her listen to these other guys that, that have the same thing you do. Whereas they like to be with a man, but they're not gay. They're completely straight, right? They see themselves. And when they're with a guy, they're as like a woman It's not them as a guy with a guy, you know, so she could really sort of understand it. Right. But maybe there's a, mm-hmm. a way to do that without this. I mean, or just do what you've been continuing to do, which is whenever, her insecurities come up she's bold enough to bring it up to you and say it to you and then you're able to explain it away and really sit there and talk to her about it right and so that she feels better about it yeah and like i said i think that she's at the point where she understands because a lot of the a lot of the like are you more into men than you're into me kind of thing has gone away Mm -hmm. um because she she sees that that that's not that that's not the case but you know, obviously that still creeps up for her every once in a while. Like you said, I completely, I completely understand it because for a lot of people, it's not normal, like to hear, like it's not normally talked about, right? So you don't, yeah, and it doesn't make sense. It It doesn't really make sense. It didn't make sense to me. I think the first time someone explained it, and then it did. Like you really have to hear it really explained out for it to really be clear you know and i think a lot of times guys aren't good at explaining things <laughs> people aren't you know what i mean just no, the way that it goes right no absolutely and we all have those like preconceived notions from long ago right that if yeah. you have sex with a man you're gay yeah. and while like then you realize that that's you know that that's not true so that's what gets you concerned about with yourself right so if i would have when i had that first experience been able to kind of rationalize it and, and think through what was going on, then I wouldn't have been freaked out, right? But then the fact that I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, you, you were know, like, clear about it, it yourself. Point, like, Am I gay? Yeah. So yeah. you could understand why she would feel that way. And like, because you're you and you're in your head, you're going to have that security now because you've been living with it and you've been able to clear it for yourself. But you could understand if it took you that much time to figure it out yourself, it's going to take her some time. And that's what people have to understand. You know, I always say this to a lot of the guys. It's like, of course, she's going to be freaked out because she's not in your head. She doesn't know. She's not clear about it. You're going to have to really explain it to her, you know, and that's a big part of getting through those hurdles, you know, and that could come at different parts of the, the journey of like really opening yourself up. Right. And that's what it has been for you. Right. That's the reality of it. It doesn't, it's like one conversation. She's like, yeah. And then it's a fine, even with swingers that have been like successful. It's not like things don't come up every now and then and insecurities and jealousies, you know, it's not, it's not so black and white. Right. No, absolutely. And that, and that's, you know, and that's why when she, when she says those things, I try to come to, come to it from how I felt like initially, you know, like, you know, I get that it's kind of confusing or whatever. And I, I explain like, no, I'm not attracted to men. And, but I still think that there's sometimes that she's like, I think he's lying to me about it. So well, you could say, to, listen, like, I'm attracted to men, like, but for that specific time and that fantasy, but no other time just in that in that role it's like a role play right and that's it right yeah yeah i mean and i i think it's funny too though because it gets kind of hard to to explain through it you know like 
I think most of the guys that have called you, obviously, are all like the bottoms in that yeah. situation. So then that becomes hard to explain, too, right? Like, because you get to the point where it's like you're so used to being like masculine and the man, and then you're trying to explain to your wife that you want a guy to fuck you in the ass. And it's hard to, like, you know, it's hard to explain that in a way that would make sense to them if they're, like you said, if they're not in your head. Because it's, of course. it's something that I'm sure sounds crazy. And I think that they're afraid also because they're worried about the fact that maybe their wife, you know, because they feel like, oh, my wife is really into really manly men. Like, I'm a really manly guy, and that's what she's down for, right? So how is she going to still yeah. be attracted to me if I want to be, you know, the opposite of that? once in a while right right and and i think the thing that i've tried to explain to her i was like look you say that it feels good you know when i'm when i'm fucking you in the ass like how do you not think that that's how it feels for me yeah right? that's like, what, what i say for sure right it's the same i mean everyone's assholes are the same right <laughs> i was always into yeah, anal stuff like, so i was always like well guys if i would try to do something they'd be like no and i'd be like I, like you're so stuck on like this whole gay thing or whatever, which I think is just so rude. But like, you know, if you could get past that, it's like there's no way it wouldn't feel as good for you as it does for me. It's all assholes are the same. Right. But people are just so right. tight. Yeah, about it. it's, exactly. And that's what I like. That's what I try to explain. And, you know, and then it's funny because at first, you know, it would say be like, you know, she would use one finger or something like that. And then I'll be like, well, you know, we should try two kind of thing. And then, she, <laughs> yeah. and then that's kind of like, right. And then for her, she's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, you, you know? want a dick? But, I mean, a finger, right? Because now it's starting to be like a dick, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You mm. know, but you're kind of like, you know, it feels it feels better. Like two feels better than one. I don't know what you want, how else I can explain it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, you know, it gets it gets kind of, it gets tough, but. At, at the same point, I mean, like I said, I'm 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 lucky enough that, you know, it's been a while actually since we've used the strap on just because of life. But, you know, we do it and it and it kind of it fulfills that need sometimes, you know, for sure. You're like living out a lot of my caller's fantasy, which is that your wife will do that and she does it for you. And because like you've had it and you can have it, it's not like this urge in you that eventually you have to go and do it. And that's what happens. You know, that's what I've had a lot of guys on that talk about. It's like they don't and they and that's the guy. Listen, some people cheat and they don't give a shit and it's just how they're going to live their life. But there, I have a lot of guys that call in that they don't want to. It's really makes them feel bad. Right. But it's just that they have this desire that's going unfulfilled because they're either keeping it to themselves or their wife doesn't want to get into it, too. And then. And then they get so pent up and it just drives them to go out and cheat and then they feel bad. And it's the same vicious cycle that goes on and on. And really the solution to that is you have to bring that, you know, it's it, it, bring what you're into into your relationship with your wife. And I, you know, and I know that that's difficult for people, especially the longer you've been with each other, because it's kind of like if you haven't brought up anything that you're into, right? How do you how do you all of a sudden tell somebody that thinks that they know you so well that you have this whole other side? But I think it's like what happened with you over time is it's like a natural progression, right? And to talk about it, you're not going to sit someone down at the table and be like, I, I need to have a conversation with you, right? <laughs> but if you bring it up with like right. you're in the heat of passion and you're doing it and you're like talking dirty, right? Like that's a way 
to bring stuff up. I had a guy on recently, Chuck, who talked about how he got his wife to squirt and like how things they did. And really the, the transformation in their sex life happened after they were able to be more, have more dirty talk. It was just about them talking more dirty while mm-hmm. they were together. And then it helped them to start exploring these things and lose their inhibitions, right? So sometimes it's just a matter of like talking about things, right? Maybe and ha- having them come up during that time and then over over time, you know, before you know it, your wife's pegging you in the ass, but you don't start there. Right. Right. No, exactly. I mean, and I think that that's, that that's been the thing for us is like, since has been, you know, little things over time and, and it's been, you know, in the, in the heat of the moment and, and dirty talk that, you know, obviously, you know, you're not drunk, so you remember it, but you're kind of drunk because you're for sure. you know, sex drunk. Yeah. Right. So then it's easier to talk about it and then it's out there, right? And it's been said. And then I think the thing that's honestly for me at least, so afterwards if she asked me, like, so is that really what you want? And, you know, you have to, you can't be like, no, nah, no, nah, that's, that's, you know, you, you have to say like, yeah, you know, I'd be down for that. Right. You have to have and that conversation. Kinda, you have to, and you have yeah. to allow for that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The, the, af- the afterwards, because of course she's going to have questions afterwards, right? Yeah. Like, you have to expect she's that. Not, she's not. Yeah, yeah, she's not just going to be like, um, he said this, but he doesn't really mean it. Like, but you know what happens, though, but, but what does happen on both sides of things is that they talk about that when they're sort of drunk sex, right? Like they're, you're drunk with the se- in the sexual time, but then it they both want to sweep it under the rug, right? She doesn't want to, I get a lot of times mm-hmm. that, that I get that the woman doesn't want to ask questions because she's afraid of what it means, right? And that could happen. People want to live in their little bit of denial, and it doesn't serve anybody. You know, I'm a more straight forward up front put it on the table kind of person but I think a lot of people and you and your wife obviously are right but I think a lot of people aren't um, especially more old school people right and you know that might come up and I've heard this a lot from guys that call in but then the wife doesn't ask like a million questions afterwards you know so what is she living with you know and what kind of thoughts I'm sure she has those same kind of insecurities that your wife has had or those same questions right but if she doesn't say them out loud and the guy doesn't appease her then they're they're stuck in that place where nothing's going to be accepted because nobody feels okay about it you know you have to have that trust and it's all about communication yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's the, you know, like like you said, and you you said on all your other shows. I mean, that's the biggest that's the biggest thing is to communicate it. And when you do, you know, it gives it gives her at least the opportunity. And that's why I told her when we had this conversation when I laid it all out there about like the cuckolding and humiliation thing. And yeah, she was like, "That's not me," and I was like, "I understand that, but you know, it's just I want you to at least know where I'm at, you know, because." I mean, for a lot of these guys, if you tell your wife, like, hey, I want you to peg me, she's not going to be like, oh, I'm leaving you. Right. right? Like, mm-hmm. that's not going to be the reaction. Right. She might say no. Mm-hmm. And if she says no, what's different? If you're cheating on her anyways, what's different if she says, no, I'm not going to do that? Right. Exactly. Right? Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. The only thing that might have changed is now she'll peg you and you don't have to go cheat. Right. Know? Exactly. Maybe and she then, will be down. Right. It's like a you never know unless you try. Right. Right. And that's how I kind of approach it with, with my wife. I'm like, I just, you know, just letting you know that this is where I'm at and whatever we can do in and around this is, is cool. If not, that, that's fine too. But I just wanted it out there, you know. 
Right, but I also think that on the, from where the guy's coming from and what the hesitation from the guy sometimes is, and that's why it's so good for people like you to call up and tell your story, is they're not clear about it. They have their own judgments still about themselves, right? So they don't want to bring it up because they might not necessarily even know what it means. And they, you know, they're worried about, they say they're worried about how their wife will feel about, but a part of it is them not accepting it in themselves yet either, you know? And I think that that's a part yeah. of it as well. You know, guys need to be clear of what it means. You know, there's probably a lot of guys that are like you, whereas maybe they tried it or they're doing stuff secretly and they still don't, they're freaked out about it. They don't know what that means about themselves, you know? And until they know that, I think it's going to be hard to really be open about it with somebody else. Right. So I think that's why I think this is like a place where this is the type of situation where the internet is a good thing. I mean, people could say it's bad for a lot of reasons, but I think one thing that it's good for is it really makes people realize that they're not alone, you know, and that there's so many people out there like them. And, you know, you could get that clarity. Like I said, somebody else may be able to explain how you're feeling better than you are. And it makes a light bulb go off and it helps for you no, to understand yourself. And yeah, and that's what I said. Your your show's done that, you know, for me because it's just been at that point where, like I said, I had that little thing of like, oh, you know, it'd be nice to, you know, wear women's panties or whatever. And then I go to the point like, wait a minute, that's not really what I want to do, right? So to hear your show and hear people talk about where they're at with it, kind of it helps me to say, okay, you know, it is only in this situation. Right, because you how know, would you know unless you really sort of went there and figured it out? But you start the more you're sort of open to it and you're questioning yourself, the more clear you get about yourself. But I think listening and like people will get that kind of clarity from listening to you too. Yeah, I'm, ho hopefully, hopefully. But it's, and it's definitely one of those things where, you know, like I said, I didn't even know about the cuckolding thing for a long, I mean, up until maybe a couple years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I had never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'm searching around and I see that and I'm like, oh, my God, like this is, you know, this is it. Right. This right. You're like, that's what I'm kind of into. I think I told, I've said this yeah. before on my show. Like I had a lot of guys earlier. You know, I've been doing my show, I think, five years now. And it's like over time I've had new things pop up and then I have a million people talk about it, you know. But I remember my first couple times of listening to guys talk about how they were really into watching their wives with another guy and vice versa, you know, and. I started to realize, oh, like whenever I had a booty call, I'd be like, tell me about the other girls you were with. Like, I just thought it was because I was like bored of them. It would be like by the time I was like bored of them and I'd be like, and they'd always fucking lie. And I'd be like, you don't understand. It would like turn me on if I heard about it. And I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, when I started to hear other people talk about that whole thing, it is a little bit of that, what you're talking about, right? It's a cuckold thing. I'm like, oh, that, that makes me realize that I'm, into that as well, right? That's where that was coming from. And I couldn't put those things together until I heard other people had that who had already put that together in their mind, you know, sort of explain it. And then I made those connections. And that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and earlier on when, when my wife and I were together, I wanted her to tell me about like her previous experiences and stuff, but she would get like kind of shy and yeah. wouldn't say much. And you're and like, no, this is like, it thing. was a good thing. You would like, it's a, it would yeah. be a turn on. It's not what you wanted. It wasn't like a, you weren't asking out of the, the way that most people would think you'd be asking for. Right. 
Right. Like I'm, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, no, I want all the details. I want to hear everything, you know? Yeah. Most people, I told you when I had the one booty call, I used to tell him that like, there was no way he was ever telling me about anyone else. And he didn't really understand that that's it. And I didn't even really understand. So I wasn't good at sort of explaining it. And he would never tell me that he was with someone. I'm like, no, I'm like in a weird way. I would be into that. But like, he didn't, there's no way he would believe it because that's not the norm, right? So it was always like a lie. Like, no, I'm not with anyone else but you. It's like, yeah, right, you know, but it, it, he wasn't going to tell me. But I, like, and like I said, it was until I heard a lot of people talking about being into that kind of stuff that I was able to think like, oh, I think I'm into that too, right? That's what that whole thing is and that, you know, and I would just like throw it out there not knowing where it was really coming from, but I was able to get clearer listening to other people. So, you know, and that's what hopefully people will take from this episode. I mean, you're in a great place. I think all you need to do is like, you know, help your girl lose some weight. Tell her to stop eating after like 5.30 and not eat breakfast the next day. That intermittent fasting, I'm telling you, is the only thing that worked for me. I'm like 51 and I started to go through like perimenopause and like gain weight. Like, and I had never in my life gained weight. I think one, only one other time when I quit smoking when I was 30, but like really I tried everything, cutting carbs, like, and the only thing that really worked for me was stopping eating at a certain time. Cause I was always a nighttime eater, but like stopping at like five thirty six o'clock and not eating again the next day until like 12 or one lunch. I never ate breakfast anyway, but that kind of thing really helps women at that age, really lose weight. It was one thing that really pushed things for me. So, but a lot of times when you're in a couple, you have to do stuff together. Like you can't just tell her to do that. You know what I mean? Because you guys are going to be eating together. It has to be what you guys do together. So maybe tell her you want to intermittent fast and do it and stop at 536, 630 around there and then just skip breakfast. And I'm telling you, it's the only thing that worked for me. And I tried a lot of things. It could really, and then in those time frames that you eat between like 12 and five or whatever it is, like you could, you eat up, you know, but don't eat at night, not one fucking thing and not in the morning. And you could have coffee, um, but try that because once she does lose that little bit of weight, you guys, you know, whenever that is, well, you're, you're going to eventually experience what you really want to experience. And I want to hear about it. Let me know. Keep me posted. <laughs> you know, I'm oh, definitely, definitely. But, so thanks. What did we call you again? What was your, Oh, Jason. Thanks, Jason, so much for calling yeah. in. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. Bye. All right. Bye. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Kathy. 